Tonight, controversy at the link, murmurs of conspiracy by a bunch of old dolphins. Eagles are thwarted by zebras and themselves. Also, Saints lose, Giants win. What impact will that have in the coming weeks and beyond? Our panel will discuss. Plus, seven questions returns. This time, John asks Evan the Giants fan the most hard-hitting questions ever known to man. And, and always, our panel will take a trip around the NFL to see how other teams impact the Eagles' run at a Super Bowl. Join me for insight and analysis. Rick checks in from Philadelphia. Evan the Giants fan reports from the left coast. And maybe our dad from his couch. All that and more in what in some circles are calling the most important podcast about the Philadelphia Eagles ever. What in the holy hell happened on Monday? I don't know where to begin. Rick, I'm phoning a friend. I uh, Talk me I, off the ledge. I was wondering if that intro is going to be longer than the actual podcast. Yeah, I'll work on um, it. Yeah, I mean, earlier today you texted me and said that I was supposed to make sense of a shit show and other musings. It's taken me four hours to figure that out. I mean... The only thing, I knew the stars were aligned that something bad was going to happen. I was listening to the radio on a certain sports talk channel here, and a former player was like, this has a feel of like a preseason game. Like the, people, the fans are kind of out of it, and this is like three or four hours before the game. And yeah, I just don't think the fans showed up. I don't think the players showed up. I think everyone just thought like, <laughs> that team from D.C. <laughs> who, who Carson Wentz is playing for? You think they're going to beat us? <laughs> Not a chance. And, Let's bring uh, in Evan the Giants fan. Evan the Giants fan, your thoughts on what happened Monday. Humble pie, boys. <laughs> <laughs> How's the taste? Uh, fresh from you know, I just, I'm just going to say this. We had Rick last week saying, blowout. We... <laughs> We had John saying, gee, Rick, who's going to beat us? <laughs> well, I, I, I Taylor Heineken beat you. I said uh, there's going to be a blowout. I didn't say that who was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on now. That was uh, pretty much an abomination. Um, yeah. I mean, not only did we have to beat the commanders, but we also had to beat the refs, too. And that's a whole... Yeah, that was a two-against-one situation. I'm not liking that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I thought that was the, the Heineke family uh, referee in the game there. Uh, yeah. That's beside the point. Um, no, I mean, we were just terrible. Dallas Goddard got hurt. Like, the commanders came in here, and they were like... It was know, their Super Bowl. It was their Super Bowl. It was their Olympics. And you know what? That's the way they celebrated, too. Yeah. I, so I was I was listening to the the, the that other podcast that uh, was inspired by us, uh, the Kelsey brothers. Some people may know who they are, but uh, <clears throat> Jason was uh, Kelsey. Jason Kelsey played like the right tune, right? The right kind of players. Like can't blame the refs. Da 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 da. And on a whole, most of the time, I agree with him. But I will say this is probably the first time in a long time I think 
to my bones that the the refs cha- definitely changed the course of that game. Uh, yeah, no question. No, yeah, there's no doubt the the refs. You know, I'm not saying there was grand conspiracy and they do it on purpose. I am. <laughs> but um, damn voting machines. They yeah, yeah. see Florida. It all came from Florida, right? A bunch of old dolphins in Florida wanted to pop their corks this week because they didn't want to worry about uh, another undefeated team. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they the refs definitely in, greatly influenced the outcome of the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just bad. Um, everything from that, what the, when they called that late hit out of bounds when the guy wasn't out of bounds. Yep. To, you know, uh, which we'll call it Goddard's face mask almost being torn off. And what do you know? He's out for weeks with... Um, Shoulder injury. A shoulder injury. And then, obviously, the whole Taylor Heineke, you know, I'm going to call it the baiting incident, right? Yeah. Um, You know, everyone talks about player safety, right? You know, didn't call anything on the... uh, That was such a bullshit move. The face mask. And then Taylor Heineke, you know, gets brushed up against, and he jumps up like, you know, he's just won the, you know, the gold medal. Well, that's what that's what Travis Kelsey said. He was watching it, and he saw he's never seen a quarterback celebrate like that right. after such a move. And he's like, "Yep, I'm turning this off. This is crap." Right. <laughs> I was like, "Amen, brother." Right. Amen. It was ridiculous. Yeah. No, it was. It was. I just. I, so here's here's my logic on the whole thing, is if you really look at like other games this past year. The the Eagles kind of had a, a medium start, you know, in the first half, right? It was kind of nose and nose. And then Taylor second Heineke. half, they kind of, you know, they, they, they find a groove and they take over and they ram the ball down their throats. And that's what they were on the way of doing. Because if you remember the drive before, you know, they just took the ball and just rammed it right down uh, the commando's booties. And then they were oh. doing it again. And it was... You know they stopped him. Cold. That it, that injury and that penalty stopped that drive cold and just derailed the game. John, I'm getting your IP right now. <laughs> oh look, hacking. Hello. Yeah, we have someone new on our on our as a host. <laughs> I don't need to be a caller. I'll be everywhere. I think we're being see. We're so popular uh, now that. Uh, Let's see. That we're being hacked. That we have Was that reached... Taylor Heineke trying to call in? <laughs> I think it was. I think I think the commandos I, Snyder know, went ahead and hired someone and uh they're hacking our podcast. That's what's gonna happen to Heineke next time uh, he plays Eagles. He's gonna get crushed. Yeah. Um yeah, I, you know what? I, I think also, and this is, is something else that we've been talking about, why the Eagles do you know so well in the second quarter and stuff, and I think you know it's kind of actually plays into it, is um, you know they usually script the first 15 plays, and the f- first 15 plays that they script, the whole thing there, the whole strategy there is to see what looks they get from the other defense. And that's why they've always been doing so well in the second quarter, because they're through the 15 plays, and then where they want to go after that yep. is always in the second quarter, and that's why they've been killing people in the second quarter. Yep. Well, the problem, you know, this past uh, this past game was there was no, there was so much time between drives that it just kind of completely screwed up, you know, everything in that whole uh, that whole strategy, 
Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's also, you know, when you look at it, too, um, it was really weird because the very first play the Eagles ran, Boston Scott, you know, um, it was a handoff or, you know, a run to Boston Scott. And I was like, what? Like, what? That's weird. Like, why is it Miles Sanders in there? Yeah. But that was, a, that's like the goal, the, you know, inside the 10 yard or inside the 20 yard yep. uh, package, right? So they were completely thrown off their script, like, literally from the first play. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, what they did. And I think it was just kind of like, you know, an alignment of the star of the sun and the moons that, um, you know, kind of screwed everything up. Yeah. Yeah, I, there. I mean, there were a lot of things that kind of the stars aligned that that ruined the. You know, that just kind of made for a tough night. I mean, uh, you know, obviously Jordan Davis being out, so they they're, they continue to have a, a leaky run defense. Uh, Slay actually didn't play very well. I don't know what was kind of up his crawl, but he got burned a bunch by uh, McLaurin. Right, right. He, that was probably by far the worst game uh, that he's played as uh, as an Eagle. Which makes me think, is that a function of uh, Avante Maddox not being around? Right, yeah. That I mean, that's like one of those things that, you know, was a little, you know, he was like a last-minute scratch, and they promoted, you know, somebody from the practice squad. Yep. Um, and, you know, um, you know, little things like that. But there was also a play, I forget what it was, when they, you know, they, the Redskins threw a pass out there, the running back out in the flat, and there wasn't a guy. There wasn't a guy for like twenty yards, and I yeah. was like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just like one of those things that, you know, it's also. I, I think also I've said on here before that, um, you know, with these undefeated teams, it's almost like the longer it goes, it's like you're holding your breath, right? And you're probably just better off just to lose a game, get it out of your system, and then just come back and yep. massacre the next team. It's almost have. kind of like shocking your system. I mean, that and we'll get into it later, but the next team is is ripe for like a, a a pounding because well, I won't get into it now, but let's get into some like uh, quick notes about uh latest and greatest with the Eagles. So it looks like they signed a new defensive tackle uh which is kind of a, an obvious uh nod to the fact that they they know they have a problem especially with the uh, running backs they're going to face in the coming weeks. One of them just happens to be uh, a member of the giant men. Um, <laughs> one, uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, and then, you know, obviously next week, and then I think they have a what's the game after that. But they, uh, they're up against it with uh, running backs here in the next coming weeks. So yeah. they signed, signed a new guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, if you're going to sign a, a position the week before you play, probably one of the, you know, top two or three running backs in all. I mean, it makes sense, right? You know, you're not going to sign a DB this week, right, Yeah, uh, to play against Taylor. So it's like uh, bulk that up. You just need, you know, I pulled this guy up. Not exactly a slim and trim, you know, quick, fast runner. You no, know, he's, he's, he's in, filling holes. He, he's, that's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, like what Davis will be in like 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's um, it's it's a nod, it's a nod to that, and um, you know I really uh, yeah. So you had some other things you want to talk uh, about? Yeah, so Goddard is out for a couple of weeks, so this so people are estimating two to four weeks, so that sucks. Um, that's a big yes, loss. Yeah, it that is. is a big loss. 
And I uh, think the thing there is, you know, I don't think it's like, oh, we need to, you know, bring in another tight end or anything. I think they're just going to say, like, okay, we're not going to throw the tight ends as much. We're going to throw the running backs or the, you know, the wide receivers more. You know well, I mean? the, the part that scared me, uh, that someone, uh, an analysis of the situation said they're going to move to a tight end by committee, which anything by committee has always scared me. That's, that's not a good sign, but, you know. You, you, Com- well, committee's what, not good. Yeah, it's uh, it's, basically any part of life. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't bring in Richard Rogers. He is uh, off with uh, somebody else. Yeah. um, That was usually our go-to middle of the season. Yeah. And uh, he is with. He's now playing with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Which coincidentally, that's the last team that Mr. Linval Joseph, the new sign, the new uh, member of the Philadelphia Eagles, came from, or at least that's his picture. Uh, on the front page of Bleeding Green Nation, so I'm assuming that's his most recent team. Right. Yeah, the picture I see is from Eagles Nation uh, from when he was with the Vikings. So no. this guy's had a couple stops. Yeah, So, which tells you something, folks. Don't <laughs> get your hopes up. The former Giants second-round pick who also played for the Vikings and the Chargers. Um, uh, yeah, speaking of tight ends, and this is maybe a little bit outside of uh, the Eagles' uh, but it is Eagles alumni, Zach Ertz, done mm. for the year. Ooh. Yep. Now, which begs the question, how much does he have left in the gas tank? Well, exactly. He is 32. He tore his... To tear, he's, he's an old geezer. He's, uh, his ACL's torn. And this is why bad teams stay bad teams. He's in the first year of a three-year $32 million contract. Oh, my God. I would, that's where I'll give Howie huge credit. He does not sign guys over the age of 31, we'll say, to to huge deals like that. I mean, that's right. just... Right. So, I mean, hey, we all love Zach Ertz. Uh, love us we, and Ertz, yep. Yeah. Wish him the best. Want him to come back as healthy as possible. But, I mean, that's, you know, you take a step back and depersonalize it like the Cardinals... <laughs> I mean, this... That is the climax of foolishness. <laughs> John, I will say, you got a shout-out from your father with all of your little audio clips that you've been doing. He, he really likes that, so keep it He's up. He's a dog! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I'm locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> How Love many it. of those things that do you have? Uh, I got a few more, but, you know, they got to be at the right time. Right. T- timing's everything. Right. So I digress, but uh, we'll bring it back to a little more recent Eagle stuff. Yep. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, any uh, thoughts or observations as, quote, neutral party? Although I know you're not neutral. You're slightly slanted in a certain direction. But uh, on what, what you, know, you think? You saw, yeah. <laughs> I know you hate us, but you love no, us. No, no, no. Not a hater. Uh, I've come to, you know... Through this podcast, I, I with open ears and open eyes, you know, it's it's been educational. So, uh, <laughs> but yes, I'm sorry. Uh, your question, John. The uh, yeah, no, I just you know when you saw the uh, the face mask happen, it sounds like you were as equally as like astounded as us. We're not, this isn't just like shameless Eagles fan, you know, blithering, right? No, absolutely. I thought it, it, the Eagles realized like. Oh my God, we've dug ourselves into the hole, and guess what? We're playing the Commanders. 
this team's a joke. We need to get our act together. And they were absolutely driving uh, down the field. You think about that. That's, that's a first down plus 15, puts them probably over midfield. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the commanders are, are on their heels. And yeah, because yeah. I would say even in, that, in the drive before that, they kind of rammed the ball down their throats. And I even got a text from you saying, like, you were like, wow, okay, like, here we go. Yeah. And no, I, I definitely changed the – but the, I've always hated the Zebras. I've never been a fan of theirs. I've been crying for the uh, ref in the sky cam, whatever they're calling it, for yep. years. Yep. They need that. These old dudes that do these games now, they, the game's way too fast. Yeah. It, it's like – remember the replacement refs they brought in? That was a disaster and a joke. Yep. Um, but even these guys, it's just the game's way too fast. You need – you need that eye in the sky kind of thing because that was ridiculously a missed call. Yep. Uh, not to mention that again, it's the whole Haneke thing was a, a that was like salt on the wound for you guys. Yep. It was like, are you kidding me? He is no way. He he, you know, he takes the knee, but the dude's a three hundred pound guy coming full speed. What's yep. he supposed to do? Yeah, totally. Come on. And, it, and let's face it, in the end, if you if you really look how Heineke played. He didn't really play that well, but that's the part that annoys me, like, throughout the broadcast and, uh, you know, all the kind of the shoulder programming. They made him out to be, like, in the running for MVP. It's like, slow down. <laughs> well, I, what I liked was, yeah. even towards the end of the game, they're like, well, the commanders have a decision to make now between Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. And it's like... Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, that's, that's even a, a discussion point? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no so, way. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's just... Um, there, I, Let's I, not forget, this is a doomed organization with a doomed owner and with a shitty stadium to boot. They're going yep. nowhere. This was that, like, it was that's, like, that's how I rationalized the whole thing. I, I was like, okay, they won, but you know what? They're still the commanders. <laughs> Their owner is still Dan Snyder. They're now, congratulations, guys, you got to 500, right? Like, you're not going to make the playoffs. And you still have Carson Wentz. Yep. <laughs> and, then yeah, which, I thought, and then I thought, you know what? And at least we're not the, and at least we're not the Cowboys, right? Who, going into uh, the game this past weekend, were 150-0 and 0 when leading by 14 points in the fourth quarter. And um, blew it. And now they're 150 and one. Yeah. And Mike uh, McCarthy as a coach. Uh, s- small note on uh, the Carson Wentz sighting. It's by no mistake that that dude had his uh, uh, his hood up the whole time on his hoodie when he was out there. And a baseball cap on. Right. right. Like th- That guy was hiding from Eagles fans. No question. And no did you question. notice no rap on his quote-unquote injured finger? No, of course not. He was fine. <laughs> Somewhere, like, somewhere in that organization, someone said, "Like, okay, Wentz isn't playing. Right. Hold him for you know, show, you know, couch him for one more week, and uh, yeah." Um. So, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think like you know that decision was made like we, you know, for the sake of his mental capacity and yep. everything else, like he would not be able to yep. survive the booing. Yeah. Uh, no, he he would not, he he couldn't function at that. But it's like you guys always say, right? I mean, the, the Eagles have dominated the turnover ratio in every game. Yeah. 
Right. And this is the first game they did, that didn't have him for him. So it shows how mission critical it is. You've got to take care of the ball. Which, if you really look at it, if they didn't, if if they uh, blew the whistle on that face mask, that would have that that would have adjusted that stat. And chances are, again, it goes back to my point. One of the few times I think derailed the game and changed the outcome of the game. Absolutely. I it was again. It, I would be infuriated. But it's yep. like, you know, here we go again with yep. the NFL and blown calls and then late flags coming in out of nowhere for Heineke and. You know, he, he's up doing the rain dance like a jackass. Yep. Yeah. The, the other thing, I mean, this is more the on rain the rain dance. Yeah. You know, the ref, uh, you know, stuff. It's, you know, when I see, you know, I understand sometimes they don't see everything like that face mask. They should have seen the face mask. But then they go to review the play, you know, to see if it was a fumble or not. And they, you can't not see the, uh, Review of the play and not see the face, the face mask. mask. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, oh, we can't call that because it's. I mean, well, that's what that's what gave me some solace of like comfort was I know the refs were reviewing that play and had to look at that over and over again to figure out if it was a fumble. All the while, a, a nice stark reminder: you guys blew it. Look at this replay again. See, you blew it. Wait, play that back again. Yep, you blew it. Yeah, but you could have made the argument that violent face mask caused him to fumble the ball. Totally, hundred percent. Right. I mean, that's right. what injured his no shoulder. Fumble. That's what injured his shoulder, which just so happens to be attached to his arm, which was carrying a ball. Huh? Interesting. Uh, okay. Do we need that? Do we need to sing the song? The yep. neck bone is co- connected, connected to, the... to the shoulder bone that is yep. connected to the whatever it is. Yep. We may have to call Ted to get it clarification on that yeah yeah bring him on well it is this is call in so you know he can literally call in and and uh yeah exactly so uh after this loss they are you know the reality is they're still just eight and one uh with a certain team on their heels evan this is where you kind of chime in and just yell and scream that you guys are gonna kick our ass Uh, i don't know about that <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I Giants had a trap game last week. They got another one coming up this week with those boneheads from Detroit. They got yeah, yeah. They got to get through them, and then hopefully they don't get embarrassed on Turkey Day in Dallas. I mean, I hope you guys just take you know, just you know, Saquon Barkley just has a three hundred yards rushing. I it's not going to happen, but you know, one can hope. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I am amped for, you know, the, my God, they are playing relevant football in November. It's yep. a beautiful thing. So yep. one game at a time. But yep. Now, but again, for you boys, you know, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's gut check time, but like you said, it's like, all right, we've got the loss behind us. Let's, let's go kick some ass this week. Yep. Yeah, it, goes back ju- to, it goes back to the same thing I've been saying is, hey, all the, these eight wins are great. You know what I mean? But if we fall fast. Flat on our face the rest of the season, you know. Those eight wins don't mean anything. Yep. So. Yes, I can attest to that, Rick, with my Syracuse Orangemen. <laughs> Started off a hot six to zero. Could be the first team in NCAA Division One A history to go six and six. 
Is it so for Syracuse? Is it go Cuse, go Syracuse, Orange Men, go Orange? What's like the rooting thing for? I've never figured that out with you guys. It's well, you know, we can't call it the Orange Men anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, politically it's, correct. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah, sorry. Right. So we, we just the Orange now, which is completely stupid. But you know, yep. that's for another conversation. Yeah, that's for another podcast. Uh yeah, it's just Cuse, go Cuse, go Cuse. You know, I don't really pay attention to the cheerleaders. So yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I digress. So yeah, sorry. That that was my yeah, my question. But the one thing worth noting, yeah, the uh, the Eagles are five and one, obviously in conference play. The Giants are actually three and two. So if the Eagles were to lose and the Giants were to win, the Eagles would still hold the uh, the uh, tiebreaker there. So and that that win against the Vikings week two, not only uh, looks just as impressive now as it did then, but it also holds the tiebreaker. So that's huge for for the Eagles as well. Um, Rick, anything else you want to kind of, you know, discuss about, uh, um, this abysmal of a game or are we just burning the film and looking forward to next week? Yeah. I think also something that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people may forget is, I don't want to say that we were rusty, but this just handed to me, uh, fresh off the press Snyder. Yep. Still in a hole. Rick, back to you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for not tossing it back to yourself. Yep. Um, you know, the Eagles played a game and then had a week off and then played a game and then played another game in, what, four a days week is- and then had 11 days off and then played a game. Like, yep. I'm not saying that that's, you know, it's a less than ideal schedule, right? There's a lot of sure. rest yeah. in there, but still at the same time, it's like, they're Stop, off a go. rhythm. It's like yeah. intense yeah. takeoff. You know, it's like so. Yep. As much as you know, you want to have some uh, rest time and all that stuff. Uh, it's um, I've, I'm I'm back to you know. I think they'll benefit from like that routine, right? Like well, we're playing every seven, in essence, every seven days. Well, let's face it, too, right? We talked about the you know the one of the big talking points was they kept the Eagles' offense off the field, so they couldn't establish any rhythm. Well, I mean, you could say the same for the team overall, right? Their inconsistency in schedule, too much time off. You know, they got out of rhythm. They, they There definitely is like a uh, a gate, you know, that I think the, the teams kind of follow, you know, week in and week out, just playing every Sunday with occasional forays into Would that uh, be Monday. gate um, as far as walking or gate as in fence? That would be gate as far as walking. So I think that's G-A-I-T. You are correct. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Not G A T E for uh, for all you younger kids who are still learning to um, spell. And if you want to stay, uh, you know, stay on the podcast, and later we'll explain you are and your. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when to use who versus when to use whom. That'll be in our grammar segment later in the podcast. But see that. But again, it's why I hate the bye week for the for the playoffs. Just put eight teams in the playoffs. This bye week is. Stupid. Yeah. So yep. many teams have been like falling by the wayside with that extra week off in the playoffs. It doesn't mean jack. Although it. I think, yeah, I, I mean, your New York Giants, I think, benefited benefited from that, you know, a certain year where they kind of kept playing, kept winning, right? I yep. mean, that's, I think that's what won them that Super Bowl was they were, they were hot and they just kind of kept playing every week and just, you know, 
Kept and going. the year after, it bit them in the ass. They went 12-4, and four and they got knocked out by, yep. uh, by your Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Sorry it, about that. Not really, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it goes back to, I mean, winning all these games in the fall, I mean, it doesn't mean anything unless if you fall flat on your face in November or December. Damn, um, And it's all, and it goes back to, you know, it's not who's the best team over the six-month period. Comes down to who's who's the best team at the end. Yep. Right. So, I'll get off my soapbox. No, no. That, oh, Rick, that's the essence of a podcast: is just standing on a soapbox <laughs> for literally an hour and a half. That's that's the whole point as, we're here. As long as Colin will let you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. This is it, this is. They might as well just call it soapboxing, not just Colin. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, the last thing I was going to say is is uh, you know I think Hertz Hertz had a good game. I mean, if you look at everything he did, um, most everything, you know, he was he completed a lot of his passes. I think you know I think coaching got in the way with some questionable play calling. He, uh, you know, they kept him off the field. Um, and that one interception, I kind of put on uh, AJ Brown. Mm. He had it. And right. it just, you know, it, it popped out. So, yeah. Then the Quez Watkins thing. I mean, the Quez Watkins, like, catch and fumble was just stupid. Oh, that was I mean, a, yeah. Uh, that's just Well, I'll, uh, Sirianni talked about that, and he was like, you know, he, he was like, we have to do a better job of that. Yeah, I hate when coaches do this. He's like, we have to do a better job of that. Maybe I need to come up with a drill where the guys fall down and then they get back up. And we try and poke at them, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Did he really say that? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, easy, buddy. Yeah, I think you already have that drill, and I think I tried it in high school, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, the problem also is it's Quez called Watkins. stick 'em. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Quez Watkins reminds me of like a baby deer, like a doe. He's still trying to figure out how to how to how use to run and his uses, appendages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Uh, one last note uh, in kind of the look back is the Eels draft pick is now sitting, I believe, at six. Is that uh, I, you know what? I had it in my memory and I wrote it down and I don't know where uh, what I do with it. Uh, let's see. So right now, if the season were to end today, sorry, the Eagles would be picking fourth, courtesy of our friends in New Orleans. Wow. So. That's With a couple tremendous. teams ahead of you probably going for quarterbacks. You're looking damn good. Yeah, yeah. Houston uh, will definitely be picking a quarterback. I would say, yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders. Considering that your quarterback was crying during a press conference this past week, I'd say you're due for a new quarterback. Uh, and Carolina has been the carousel of quarterbacks for about 45 years so since Jake DeLome. So I'd say they're probably going to draft another one. They've been the carousel of quarterbacks even before they had a franchise there. Yeah, yeah, right. When was that? I think Mark Brunel was like their last like stable quarterback. Speaking of the of the uh, which we'll call it carousel, um, the quarterback carousel. What do the Giants do next year for a quarterback? No, oh. they go in the draft. They get somebody in the draft, or what? Uh... Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's a good year for quarterbacks, supposedly. We thought that a couple of years ago. You but. know, they get, they have to because it's just, I don't know. If the kid wins the Super Bowl, obviously not. But, I mean, it's, you know, he's, he's just, 
again, I'll say it. I'm going to stand by it. He's Dave Brown 2.0. Oh, know. Dave Brown, yeah. He just doesn't bring it. And, you know, I mean, how many years can you keep running? He's going to get his head taken off. Uh, you know, he's one knee blowout from, like, ending his career. So it's just, I don't, I don't, I think they got to go quarterback. I think they do. They're not going to sign Saquon to a long-term deal. That's not. No, he's done. Yeah. Um, I. Let me ask you this: Do you do you entertain the idea? I know this sounds like crazy pills to the world out there, and people are like, "What?" In the off season, do you consider trading Saquon for picks or another player? Yeah, you know, I listen. I I didn't like. I I think Saquon's a dynamic player, but again, it's like you can't. Rely on a running back. You just can't. Yeah. And it's it, you got to have at least any team that's ever successful has always had a one-two punch in the backfield. Yep. Right. The guys don't have a one-two punch, and this kid can't sustain 25, 30 carries. He's just they're going to run no. the dude completely out of gas. And um, so yeah, no, it's unfortunately this is kind of a nice run, it's, but it's. It's a uh, surprising one, but yeah, yeah, no, they got to go. They don't have that one-two punch in the backfield, and they certainly don't have it in the, in the quarterback. Yeah, because but the kid, a... you know what? Brown, the, the Dave Brown two point oh to his to his defense, he has taken care of the ball a lot better this year. Yep, yep. And you know, further defense too of that is like you know, give him a chance two years in a uh, under one head coach, right? I mean, yeah. If you want to look at a player who's benefited from that, uh, look no further than uh, down the New Jersey Turnpike and hang a right in Philadelphia Eagles. Very good point. So, so we'll see. Where, yeah, no, it's. It, I think it's a. You know, once again, Rick is asking the hard hitting questions here on one nine zero nine six an Eagles fan podcast. <laughs> Love that, it. Yeah. It was more out of curiosity than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of did, did – we, we, you know what, uh, apologies to the listening audience. We didn't do any transition into uh, – you know, we're kind of in the around the NFL part of this, but, you know, so. John, John the best transition is no transition. Uh, I, I have transition music queued up, so if we ever need it, it's ready to go. So. No, I'm ready for some new transition music. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I forget what we were talking about a minute ago. Um, so all I know is we're moving on to another segment. We were talking about transitions. Yeah. Uh, but no, we, here's a few more things as far as uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, because I'd be curious to get your guys' opinion. The Sunday ticket sweepstakes are heating up, and supposedly the NFL was going to announce something this fall. Well, we're slowly getting into a winter. Uh, Apple, Disney, Amazon and Google are all in the running. Uh, who do you think, or who would you like? You know, who do you think, or who would you like is going to win that, or spend the most money, or offer up the most money? What are we talking about? Like the the whole the NFC or the AFC? Basically, the, the street. That's, I think it's the whole enchilada, is my understanding. So it's basically wow. the Sunday ticket, right? Like you can you get all the games, right? Right. Or it's like a la carte streaming, or that's that part I'm not totally clear on. But it's you know. Oh, good. So they finally got rid of those a holes in uh, Directv. That deal's done. Which I think is basically News Corp, which is Fox, right? Isn't that who owns Directv? I have no idea. I thought I thought 
Here's where two of us go to the internet and look up the Wikipedia page for DirecTV and see who owns it. Um, yeah, the worst I, deal you know, the, the history whole, of deals, i got to say. The uh, yes. whole uh, DirecTV having to, in essence, buy a saucepan and put it outside your window. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Whoever came up with that is clearly, hopefully not, still working at um, uh, DirecTV. Oh, I stand corrected. Uh, the owners are AT&T and 70%, and the other partial owner is TPG, who I have never heard of. Uh, Texas Pacific Group. It's a, uh, uh, of course. Chinese. It's a uh, like private equity uh, oh, got uh, it. down in, um, of all places, Texas. Yeah, they probably own like uh, Brooks Brothers, too, or something like that. Who knows? Yes. I don't know. But... Uh, um, so to your point, Rick, the, the guy who cut the deal at DirecTV is probably now the president. The yeah. idiot, the NFL, that allowed that, that deal to happen. Oh, my God. That, is that just, guy's bagging groceries. At totally. Like, the, <laughs> right. the NFL lost so much money on that deal. It's crazy. Oh. All right. All right. Now I hear you. Um, another thing, you know, this is kind of random, kind of all over the place. You know, the refereeing was so bad this week, and so many people noticed it that John and I got a text from someone asking about our opinions of the referee. Yeah. <laughs> Does, uh, Evan, do you want to venture a guess as to who texted us? Uh, it was not Roger Goodell. <laughs> Another member of the uh, the C family? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, damn it. I didn't have the the, the, the cheering ready. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, yeah, I blew it. Where'd it go? Oh, see, the new version of Colin screwed up all my uh, all my uh, stuff. It's no longer. Anymore. Yes, we got a. We got a. John and I got a text from our older brother asking about what we thought about the officiating. Now it was two days after the game, but yeah. So yeah, he, that's when you know it's egregious. There we go. Now, to answer your question, I would say, well, let me ask you this. Out of the three deals, unlike DirecTV's nonsense, can we go all a cart? Uh, that's, so that's my understanding, and certainly all these uh, players that are involved, Apple, Disney, Amazon, Google, would have that technology to do that, right? I mean, right. The, the DirecTV platform is very clumsy. Um, so, and I have a theory that it's probably going to be Apple would be I my guess. I agree that. Do you think uh, so? Uh, yeah, because they have the technology, they have the platform. I also think that's why they got into Friday night baseball to kind mm. of start stirring the pot with, uh, with football. And I don't think this, again, this is just me. Uh, Amazon already has the rights to, to, to Thursday night football, and would the NFL prefer to have more content on that platform or also be present on another major content player? Because you think about it, Disney's ESPN, so you know they obviously already have NFL. So if they go to Apple, they're on another platform uh, that you know more people who aren't interested in ESPN or looking for wooden spoons on on Amazon wouldn't reach. So. 
Yeah, I, I will say, <laughs> I got caught up in one of these, you know, brilliant uh, sports. Somebody engineered, you know, this brilliant idea. I wanted to watch the first Villanova basketball game of the year, and Fox, Fox Sports, some quote-unquote brilliant person there said, we're going to broadcast all these games of the Big East the same night, opening night, and we're going to have it on our app. You can watch any of the games on the app, but you have to go and download the app. So here I was, like, literally turn on the TV to watch it, and they're like, oh, if you want to watch Villanova, we're going to show you the first 15 minutes on the TV, but then you have to download the app and that is the uh, climax of foolishness in order to watch it and then what they're trying to do and this is my guess is fox has a betting uh part of it they're trying to get you uh. to occupy your phone or you know occupy one of your devices so that you're um you know you're kind of within their ecosystem and you can't get out of it so um yeah that was i was not Happy trying to get that to work as. People, people in this uh, industry should stop trying to be so cute and just give us the damn games we want to watch. Oh my God, it's, it's, Rick, I think you've morphed into Dad. Dad, is that you? I was, I was trying to channel our. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was very much a dad statement. Yes. yes. So damn cute. Oh. With emphasis on the cute. He is he is listening right now. Oh yeah, yes he is. There he is in all his glory. Uh, all right. Anything else for around the NFL? I think we've kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, let's see. The the Rams Rapper. will not be repeating at Super Bowl. Champions. No, the Ram the Rams are will most certainly not be repeating at Super Bowl. <laughs> um, uh, hold on. Uh, what, yeah. What about the. Uh, the Bills losing. Yeah, the Bills are on a bit of a skid. Crazy. And, yeah, and God knows this is, again, citing the uh, uh, your friendly neighborhood New York Giants from uh, years past. If you hit that rhythm, if you get that rhythm at the right point in the season, it can carry you all the way to a Super Bowl win. You betcha. Because yep. you guys, yeah, because the Giants were a wild, a wild card team that year. Both years. Was it? Oh, was it both years? Yeah. No. Oh, well, there you go. Go, Eli. Um, yeah, so Heineke's going to start for the Commanders. Uh, they're saying Wentz is not ready. If yeah, right. They're waiting for He's... Wentz to be ready. They may want to. <laughs> yeah, he may want to uh... do an extension. <laughs> yeah, send him where wherever Arcega Whiteside is. Send him there. <laughs> right, right next to Sidney Jones. Yeah, Sidney <laughs> Jones and JJ Arcega Whiteside both got cut from the Seahawks on the same day. Oh my How god! Appropriate. Um, Andy Dalton. Oh yeah! Seems oh yeah! Sticking sticking with him. So. Yeah, which uh, good job. We like that as someone who owns your draft pick. Good choice. Keep it going there, Saints. Right, right. We like to see that. So th- this is this is around the NFL. This is actually I think very funny. Right. These this is the top headlines on ESPN right now, and how much of a quarterback centric league it is. Heineke to start again Sunday. Wentz not ready. Saints stick with quarterback Dalton after mulling change. Rams expect Stafford to clear protocol play Sunday. Murray feels good, but unsure of status for Monday Night Football. 
Panthers Mayfield focused on wins, not future. Watson practices as Browns prep preset for Bills. I mean, it's we're in a yeah. quarterback league. Yeah, I know. Are there any other positions out there? <laughs> the only other uh, uh, stories. As your uh, father would say, in the trenches. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's was, all about the trenches. Trenches. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's all, it's all about the quarterbacks. We gotta, we got to um, protect those guys, right? Thus, the yeah, they, yeah, that, that, that why you throw a flag at, you know, when the, uh, when the quarterback just for some ungodly reason just takes a knee, you know, uh, you know, just by the, uh, the right, right hash, left hash. And then he gets a flag thrown at a defensive lineman. Protect them. Yes, please. Which I go back to, he was a runner. You know what? You, you leave the box and you're running around with the ball. You're a runner. Anyone can unload on you. I don't care if you take a knee. Sorry. Right. I'll stop. Right. Um, how are the... Uh, crap, sorry. Uh... The last thing I was going to say are the are the Bengals even going to make the uh, the playoffs at this point? They're sitting yeah. at five and four, second place in the AFC North. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, gonna, they're they're going to make it. Yeah. They are definitely like a shooting star, right? I don't think they're going to be nearly as good as uh, last year. All right, should we move on to uh, seven questions? Oh yes, definitely. Uh, seven questions. So this week, Evan, are you ready? I am ready. All right. So it's it's me, John, asking Evan, the Giants fan, seven questions. Uh, just so that for those listening for the first time, each week we rotate who's asking who seven pertinent questions. All right. Here's the first one. Evan, what is your favorite restaurant in New York City? Ooh. Can I go? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Pete's Tavern. Oh, nice. Well, that's that's a uh, that's a good call. Any particular reason or dish for those that don't know? Yeah, I would go. I mean, it's it's uh, the burger. The burger's rock solid, mm-hmm. and Pete's makes their own beer. So you you know, sit at the bar, have a Pete's Pete's. Uh, beach beer and a burger. You can't go wrong. Okay. Right, the next question is semi-related, but probably equally as important. Uh, what is your fa- favorite restaurant in East Rutherford, New Jersey? <laughs> well, we must be talking diners. So, off Route 46. Well, look, look at it. Oh, wow, this, this is pretty good. No, keep going, because uh, if you can say the address, if it's a diner, please. My dad's listening, loves diners, and he'll probably head over there uh, sometime this week. He is uh, entering it right now. Into his <laughs> yeah. So say it slowly, please. I would have to go with the TikTok Diner. I think I've heard of that place, actually. I think I've been there. A TikTok Diner, and that is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Or Secaucus. It could be in Secaucus, right down the road. Uh, same thing, yeah. Kind yeah, of same thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blink, people. You go right by. Yeah, yeah. All right, good choice. Uh, all right, uh, moving on to the the third question of seven questions and seven questions for Evan the Giants fan. Evan, who is your least favorite Giant of all time? 
Oh, great question. Um, God. Oh, I, I got to go Joe Pasarczyk. <laughs> I hated that guy. He did, he just, yeah. Every time people say Joe Pasarczyk, I'm like, I cringe. It's just like, not only because of the Eagles blunder, but it's just everything. The guy always stunk. He never brought it. It was like, can this guy just go away immediately? So, yeah, Joe Pasarczyk, hands down. All right. Uh, we like him, by the way, just for the record. Yeah, I know. As, as, okay. <laughs> he's, he's a perfect uh, example of if you hand one team a game on a platter, maybe they'll reward you and <laughs> sign you for a couple years as a backup quarterback. Um, all right, uh, question four of uh, seven questions for Evan the Giants fan. Uh, who, what player would you take from a team and drop onto the Giants right now? Uh, for the record, uh, for, for this, here's the catch though you cannot take any Eagles players. Oh, because I was gonna say that's too easy, that's a layup. Um, Okay, I'm going with, uh, we, we need a receiver, so. Uh, uh, let's see, it can't be an eagle. Okay, so definitely, um, you know what, I'm taking the kid from, uh, uh, the kid from Houston. The kid from, the, oh. Who's the receiver, number 10, from Houston? Uh... Kadarius Tony? Wasn't he just on your team? No, not Tony. Okay, no. He, oh, no, he's not on you. He's on... Um, he's Out on, of anybody uh, in the NFL, you want the guy you cut. James no, Bradbury? No, no, he's, you want know, no, James Bradbury? He's pretty good. The dude from... Um, no, he's, he was on Houston. Now he's on uh, the Cardinals. Oh, uh... Shit. Yes. I can't think of it now. <sighs> Rick, look him up. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> Who's the really good? Uh, why can't I think? I mean, name? Google's good, but I don't think I can type in the guy Evan is thinking of, who used to be on the Cardinals. I think he was he, number ten. He was on a. I don't he know why he receiver. got rid of him. Uh, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. No, yes. that, that no, that's the guy. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going with Hopkins. Yes, okay. we need a, We need a dynamic receiver and. I, he would absolutely add to the giant roster. So yeah, I'm going. Okay. Side question. This is this is four A. I did not have this planned, but I'm just curious now. If you were to take an eagle, which eagle would you take? No, taking Hurts. <laughs> okay. Four B. If you were to take an eagle, not Jalen Hurts, who would you take? Uh, I'm taking. Um, oh, dude, your your receiver, Jesus. AJ Brown. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'd be more than happy to give you a uh, Goddard for the next four weeks. <laughs> yeah. You just got to give him back. That's the catch. Well, no, he, you know what? He'll probably pull a Tooney, who all of a sudden is completely healthy and lighting it up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, it's uh, history repeating itself, James Bradbury. All um, right. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, what a bunch of uh, nonsense that was. All right. Moving on to question five of seven questions for Evan the Giants fan. You are standing in Times Square. It is 5 p.m. You have an 8.30 flight. Do you fly out of LaGuardia, JFK, or Newark? Absolutely Newark. Mm. 
Why? You're already on the west side. You just got to deal with the tunnel. If you're going out to LaGuardia, you got to go all the way across town. And the Midtown Tunnel is always a horror show. So there's more accessible points into the Lincoln Tunnel to get you out to Newark. Right. Or, even better, you just hop on the tube, go straight down to uh, Lincoln's um, Grand, not Grand Central. Lincoln uh, Financial Field? No, no. <laughs> That's you go down right. to, uh, help me out, John. Um, what? Drawing a blank. Train station. Oh, uh, Penn Station. Penn Station, yes. And Madison Square direct, Garden. There's a direct train right out to Newark, Newark uh, Liberty. So, yeah. Penn Station that's in the middle of New York. Doesn't the path go to uh, Newark or no? It just no, goes to yeah, just, just Yeah, the boke. The shoe. I think people used to, when I was younger, back in my younger days, people call Hoboken the shoe. I don't know why. I never figured that one out. Uh, all right, well, Newark, there you go. You just got free pub. Um, once again, you must love Jersey more than New York because you chose to go to Jersey. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> all right, so, uh, question six of Evan's seven questions. Uh, Giants are losing by a lot. Probably the Eagles, frustrated beyond all belief. You need a drink. What do you go for? Uh, Don Draper. All right. Don Draper. Uh, okay, how many do you go for? <laughs> at, at least three uh, with a side of peanuts. And, uh, yeah, then I can pass out and just, you know, move on Call to a good movie. Uh, like for all those who don't know a Don Draper. Oh, yeah, that's fashion. probably a good idea. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah okay, yeah. I was Old-fashioned slash Manhattan. Got it. Uh, who, and who is Dom Draper? Don Draper, uh, he was an advertising uh, big shot uh, madman, yeah. creative director, who always, when it would, no matter what scene, made me think that John Hamm really was a boozer because he was always like, hey, oh, I think I think you're in right. In every scene, he's got a gigantic, tall brown Manhattan drink yep. in his hand. Yeah, and don't tell me that's like apple juice or something <laughs> like that. I ain't buying exactly, it. Exactly, man. Yeah. There's no way. Yep, yep. He's like, come on, i got to get into character. So, yeah. All right. Oh, well, that's an excellent segue. Thank you very much. Character. Uh, question seven of, of seven questions for uh, Evan the Giants fan. If there was a movie about Evan the Giants fan's life, who would play the role of Evan the Giants fan? Uh, wow. Does it does it have to be a New York related actor? Uh, th- there's no wrong answer here. I just you know who would you you know who would you want? To, oh, I got it. To Joe Pesci. For, oh, a small Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not, man? He, we'll go with Joe. All right, Joe Pesci. It is. That's that's a that's interesting choice. I can't. Uh, you know, I don't want Nobody's to, uh, telling Joe what to do, right? I mean, he's loud, he's abrasive, but he's also lovable, too. Yeah. So, you know, let's go with Joe. All right. Good pick. All right, well, that wraps up seven questions for Evan the Giants fan. Evan, thank you for participating in a... Uh, well, it's not a game show. It's just a segment. <laughs> just a show. That's yeah, a game. Just a show. Cue segment music. A show, a show about a game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to hear it again? We can... Uh, See, I, I was thinking about doing that, but uh, I, I, 
I lost it now. That is the climax of foolishness. Oh, here we go. All right, now time to, to look ahead to this week's game. The Eagles I, play. I have one more thing before we look ahead. Sure. Because I'm, you know, still looking backwards, obviously, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I want to give you a quote by somebody on roughing the passer um, <laughs> calls. And then I want you two to guess who it is. All right. You ready? To be honest, though, I think it's ruining the game. I really do. There's a lot of skeptical people out there that think the NFL is ridden or whatever. So when you see that, obviously it doesn't help the situation. But at the same time, we know what we signed up for. It's a physical sport. I get the malicious ones when they pick you up and slam you. I get that. But when a defense, when a defensive lineman is trying to make a play like that, what else is he supposed to do? It's getting harder and harder on the defensive guys every year. Okay, I, had, I, I don't know who said that. I honestly got I've never heard that quote before. But here is my first guess. Halfway through, I was like, it has to be him. It has to be him, Tom Brady. No, I'm going. I'm going with uh, Howie Long. No, and this quote was said within the past five weeks. Uh, Taylor Heineke. No. Yes. Uh, what is what is the opposite of he's a dog? Because it's like he's a cat. <laughs> You're a cat, Taylor he- Taylor Heineke. You. Are you kidding me? No, I am dead no. serious. I, I need wow. this again. Jeez. Okay, you know what? I, I, I did. I, I'm cleansing my palate. Hold on, Rick. I'm putting this back in your, uh, in your court on this one. Wouldn't technically then Heineke's BS celebration be taunting? <laughs> yes. In uh, fact, get the play, get the, all the players back up here. We're going to review the last two minutes of the game. That that's a that's a fantastic point, Evan the Giants fan. I never would have thought of that, but yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I mean, if if AJ Brown gets flagged for like pointing at guys, like one, it's like. You know, and he's up doing the moringa dance. Yeah, and uh, that's not taunting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I even I edited out the first line of it in which he says, "Honestly, I'm not getting those calls." Oh my god! You're just making my ass itch at this point. <laughs> Good lord! And also, and this was this was after the whole Tua thing. They were asking uh, the you know guy, commanders what they thought of it and stuff. And Montez Sweat said, "It's really degrading the game. It's effing and soft as hell." If you ask me, it's ruining the game of football. I guess you got to put a pillow up under the quarterback when you sack him. <laughs> Just no. you put flags on him. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, it is getting ridiculous. Or another one of his, Charles Leno. This is how I look at it. I'm 300 pounds. So when I'm thinking about the D tackles having to brace themselves from falling on top of someone, I just think about the injury risk for those guys. 
me falling down forward vertically and I have to put my arm down so I don't fall on top of somebody, that that can be a broken arm, wrist, or whatever it might be. <laughs> it can be a broken arm, yeah. wrist, or whatever, whatever it, might, it be. might be. Whatever that thing is yeah. off my shoulder. Well, I just think it's a little bit of overreaction for what happened. But it's just the league and how it works. A few years ago, they were overreactive about the penalties for offensive linemen by holding and stuff like that. It was up for a few weeks, and then it went down. Hopefully it's the same. Are they still calling those illegal man downfield things like crazy on in the NFL right now? Anyway, that's so kicking. That's, that's, I hate that flag. Oh, oh wait, wait. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, somebody yeah. is trying to. Somebody wants to chime in. I think uh, we should give them a minute. All right. I, I, uh, Mr. Coral, you're on the air live with one nine zero nine six, the Eagles fan podcast, brought to you by. You're unmute yourself. There you go. Speak into the mic clearly. And turn the radio down in the background. Yeah, turn the radio down. <laughs> Uh, I'd be curious as to what you think the message was delivered to the team by Sirianni this week in preparation for next week uh, as to being more prepared than they were last week. I'll hang up and listen for the answer. <laughs> no, um, he he was probably like dog mentality. We got to put He's the a water. Dog. Yeah! 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 Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read that. I, I'm still trying to come down from my erateness about it. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, if I had to herald a guess, I don't know, actually. I don't know how you'd play it. He doesn't seem like a, like, scream at your team type, right? He seems a little more methodical. I think the whole, his screaming act he gives, like, on the sideline, I think, again, is a bit of an act that he knows. And the players know, but no, I think that I think that the teams coached well enough where it's like I think they all kind of know. I mean, Kelsey was beside himself during his podcast that inspired ours. Um, so I, I think they they know. Yeah, I think his. I, I mean, I saw the press conference, and I don't, you know, it's probably not the same thing he said in the locker room, but. He basically said in the press conference, "We, you know, we played like crap. Like we shouldn't expect to win when we play yep. that way. I mean, turning the ball over, and, you know, all that, which is true. Yep. I mean, it's one of those things, right? You play like crap, and then you leave it in the hands of somebody else. You know, like the referees, and you know, it's not, it's not winning football, John. No, it is not. Sorry, I was eating a a, a red and green M M&M. and M." Jeez, he asked this question. And yeah, he, that was very, very, uh, not what I thought was going to happen. No. Did, did somebody send him back? or no, we... Mom grabbed the phone out of his hand. <laughs> said, Dick, let the boys have their podcast. We do actually have two listeners, and the ironic thing is, one is our father, <laughs> one is our cousin-in-law, or just cousin We'll go just cousin. You don't need to get involved with the in-law stuff. And I think it's safe to say they're probably both in the same room. <laughs> I, I was wondering the same thing, too. Is like, Are they going just to like pump up the ratings? Because if you are, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right. All 
Uh, all right, should we get into a next week game? Next week's game, please. The uh, Indianapolis Jeff Saturdays. Um, How in the hell did that guy win a football game? Well, so here's here's here. It's a good question. I, I always find teams the week after they. Uh, here's what I'll do. I'll do this uh, next week, kind of like what I did with the draft question last week. I think if you go back and look at the week after a team fires their head coach, it is above 500, the winning percentage. Wow. I think think that, oh, yeah. I think there's definitely like a performance bump, like a one-time performance bump. It's kind of like the dead cat bounce like notion, right? Team's on its way down. Something big happens. They pop up for a second, but then that's why I think it's like this week, it's just going to like come crashing down again for the Colts. Like a, they were on a sugar high, and then... more, Yeah, totally. Like, oh, yeah, we can do this. We, we If we believe it, we can achieve it. Like, nah, the well, reality is... playing the Raiders, too, so... Yeah, exactly. It wasn't much of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, the other team's quarterback was crying. I mean, I'm all for showing emotions, but, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, that's that was weird. It was weird. Um, but, yeah, what, they're reinstalling uh, Matt Ryan, too? So, okay, so they're, they're putting in a, a player that, uh, that hasn't played in, what, five weeks? <laughs> the, uh, the funny thing is, is, do you notice, we have one former Eagle player that he is so devoted to the Eagles that he only plays well when he was on the Eagles. He's terrible for every other team. And that is the one Nick Foles who's on the Colts. Yep. And they're like, oh, we'll play Sam Ellinger, we'll play Matt Ryan. Like, what about Nick Foles, who won a Super Bowl four years yeah. ago? Uh, I, 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 will, I don't understand that. It's so, I, I it's so bizarre. That. Is that where he's playing now? Well, using the word playing is kind of uh, is that where he's riding liberal the term there. <laughs> That's where he's collected a check. How weird is that, though? I mean, for the team, right? It's like you're sitting, you're the third quarterback in the room, right? And... You're the Super Bowl winner, and like everyone else is not. Well, that's crazy, Bills. John, I have a stat for you. Oh, uh, those are my five favorite words in the whole uh, whole world. <laughs> John, I have a stat for you. Sorry, I just pulled is a that, Joe Biden. Is that five words? No, no, I it totally like blew a it. Sentence. Yeah, made in America. Uh, two words. The previous twenty-two teams and how they performed after the coach. Was fired. What do you think their record is? Previous twenty-two teams. You twenty-two found teams. This the week after. Uh, I would say they're uh, fifteen and no, uh, eleven and eleven. I'm going to go higher. Nine and thirteen. Uh, damn it! Which is which is actually when, now it doesn't sound that great, but it's a forty-one percent winning percentage. But if you combine the records before the coach was fired, it's a twenty-six point six percent winning percentage of fifty-eight and one sixty. So that yeah, they're winning at a higher rate, but still they're not really. Dead count bounce. Dead cat bounce. Yeah, dead cat bounce. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, look at what the Phillies did, right? Fired their head, their, well, not head coach, manager, got to the World Series. And lost. And lost, yeah. I'm trying to gloss that over. That's another one. Right. Yeah, so, it, yeah, that's why, so I guess who's playing this weekend? Matt Ryan? 
Well, uh, right now, the, you know, according to a, uh, um, sorry, what's it called? Uh, Stampede Blue, not to get confused with the Big Blue Review or Big Blue View. Um, the, there's a headline, Matt Ryan returns, breathes life into the Colts' offense. So, um, breathes life, like, I mean, I, I like mouth <laughs> resuscitation, like barely breathing on a ventilator. Yeah, it, yeah is, is that like, admitting the fact their offense was almost dead? I think you... Maybe. Again, it was the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> right, fair Newsflash. So I want to know from Evan, when he heard that the Colts went outside of the spin cycle to get their new coach... What what was your reaction? My head exploded. Were you like, somebody is finally listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> or someone's just screwing with me for the next you know, eight weeks or whatever's left in the season. Right. I mean, who's next? Are they going to bring in like Joe Torrey? To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy won a, won a bunch of World Series. He knows how to talk to people. Bring him yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. I still think it's insane that, that Saturday is, you know. Seriously, what is he saying? In, there's no way he's saying anything into the headset, but but go team. <laughs> it's more like, wait, who is that? Sorry, I didn't catch your name. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's more like, what, what are we having for the after game? Where are we going yeah. after the game? Yeah. Right, hey guys. I want some ribs tonight. So can you know send someone send one of those towel boys down to get ribs? Right. <laughs> totally. Right. Yeah. When I first heard his name, I was like, I think I just saw that guy reading. Basketball headlights on ESPN. You may have. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, it's, that, it's that a, was one of the most crazy hires I've. I mean, and obviously it's just interim, right? But still, it's like, what? Like, yeah. if you're a Colts player, what did, what is your thinking? If you're like, a Colts fan, what are you thinking? It's like yeah, the whole like, point. like wh- huh? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he was a great player, but I mean. Uh, you know, it's like I wouldn't want Seth Joyner as my head coach right now. I mean, nothing against Seth. He's a good football mind, but, like, that's people management. I don't think Seth's a people guy, though. Yeah, but, you know, I'm glad you caveated that because I yeah. was going to tell him what you Yeah, I'm not, I'm not asking Lawrence Taylor to take over the No, I'd love it if Lawrence Taylor <laughs> took over the Giants. Actually, that would probably be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. That would be fun for, like, a week or two. Right? Every guys- team has to do that. they got to bring in now. That's a new NFL <laughs> rule. Yeah. You got to bring in some maniac, old ex player. He gets one week to coach. Right? All the Giants players are like, "What's this white powdery stuff doing all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> How's this going to help me on game day?" They they should start instituting. Cue stuff. that music. Cue cue it, John. Dog oh dog. yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. He's a dog. Yeah. 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 And then they should put some limits on it, like. The, if you fire a coach in season, you can only bring in somebody that has previously, you know, played for your team or some type of caveat like that. Um, yeah. But it's a total slap in the face of the coordinators too. Oh man, I yeah, yeah right. I hear you thought about that. That's a good point. Like those guys. I mean, I don't even know who the offensive coordinator is for for the uh, Colts are, but I mean, they got to be like what? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think they already <laughs> – the problem is I think uh, Reich um, already 
Frank Reich already fired the offensive coordinator earlier. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. All right, well, that that explains that then. (laughs) Uh, We're going to promote the assistant tight ends coach to be head coach the rest of the year. I think I made the joke to you, like, is Juan Castillo going to be their head coach, like, next? I mean, yeah. I do not know. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't, it's, it's, um, quite vexing it's good for good for the eagles though i mean i i just don't think you know this kind of thing can carry i what's the play for the towards the end of the season right i mean let's face it you're not going to go to the super bowl or make a dent in the playoffs by with like a a a quarterback carousel right you know you might as well you know bring on the tank i think also the the challenging thing for the eagles is okay the beginning of the season, the Colts had an offensive coordinator. He was calling the plays. And then they fired Marcus Brady is the name. And then Frank Reich, you know, they fired the offensive coordinator. Then Reich was calling the plays. Well, now Reich's call- Like, who's calling the plays? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine Jeff Saturday already knows the playbook. Uh, no. Right. Yeah. Nor is he taking time to learn it. Yeah. I, Go I think team. We, yeah, I think we can all admit this was basically That is the climax of foolishness. So I mean this is the organization that in the middle of the night they packed up in Baltimore and drove and north. Mo- moved out of town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh Indiana of all places. Yeah. Yeah, it, not that there's yeah. anything wrong with Indiana. No, I, I want to no, no, no. make sure I don't want to offend our, all of our Indiana listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. I mean, they probably took a took a glimpse at Jacksonville and they were like, "Yeah, probably not." But no, <laughs> I I heard that they first drove to Jacksonville and they're like, "We're not staying here." No, they're like, "Where is everyone?" <laughs> Why would someone put a football team here? <laughs> Um, Randall Parks Frazier II will be the play caller for the um, Randall uh, Parks. Yes. Good luck there, buddy. At the recommendation of his former college teammate, Frazier was hired by the Indianapolis Colts as assistant head coach to Frank Reich in 2018. Uh, Yeah, pass game specialist, assistant quarterbacks. Uh... Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> and he's married to a former reporter for the Colts website. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, so, so you're, you're going fun. up to the press box, buddy, huh, and uh, checking out the... Uh, this just keeps on getting co-ed. better and better. He comes from the um, football powerhouse of Murray State. Hmm. Uh, they produce... Uh, who, who's the... Uh, they had a quarterback out of Murray State at one point, didn't they? I don't know. I'm reaching now. Seven years ago, he was a Middle Tennessee State defensive intern. He's now calling plays in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, good luck, buddy. Yeah, exactly. The, oh, 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 jeez. Frazier's house was damaged by 77 rounds in a shooting in 2019. No residents were home and no injuries were reported the targeting of Frazier's house was later ruled a mistake. Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> Where does he live? Iran. Anyhow, seven rounds. If you want yeah. completely irrelevant stuff, 
yeah. on a, a yeah. football podcast. podcast. There you go. There, there's your nine nine six. That's yeah. a good segue into uh, unrelated topics. Well, before we go to unrelated topics, I, I, we have to like put this out there too, because as much as we poke fun at all the uh, the, the carryings on on the offensive side for the Colts, uh, Mr. Gannon better bring his A game this week after letting uh, Taylor Beer, you know, beat the Eagles. I was listening to the local sports radio talk show station. and hey, Rick, I'm glad you don't say who it is so we don't give out the free advertising. That's very important. Well, not only that, uh, there, are, there are multiple ones here in Philadelphia, so I don't want to. Uh, um, but anyway, at 6.32 a.m., there was a caller who said that Jonathan Gannon should be fired. Oh, come on. <laughs> Jeez. After, he, he, after the first game that we lost was on November 14th. Yeah. <laughs> here's the, okay, here here's the new rule uh, for the 19096 and Eagles fan podcast. If you call for someone's firing, you have to then identify their replacement. Cuz I like I, it. Yeah. I just don't don't give me like who you you want to can you know can him like tuna, that's great. But then find me someone who's available and it can't be, you know, Peyton Manning. That's that is my rule with kids. When I say we're going out to dinner, everybody has to agree. And if one person says no, you can't just say no. Yep. You have to come up with an alternative. Yeah, we're a solution-oriented podcast. We're, yes, exactly. Yep. See, we help you in life besides football also. Yep. Um, yeah, we talked about injuries for the Eagles coming up. I mean, that's, you know, I, the Eagles are favorite. Shocker. Um yeah, the Giants. The Giants are playing the Lions. I mean, you guys will win. Done. You know, moving on. Evan, is this a trap game for you guys this week? No, I know. I certainly hope not. Yeah. Don't look ahead to Dallas. Take care of business. All right. Should we move along to an unrelated topic of the week? Segway. Segway. All right. And. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for unrelated topic of the week, I full confession, uh, I don't have one this week. Uh, Rick or Evan, do you have an unrelated topic of the week? I would like to know where is that music from. So uh, that's a good that's a good question. Um, full confession. Uh, there's another uh, a radio show I've listened to for years, and for about um, two or three years, probably you know. About ten years ago, they used that as kind of their transition music when they were just trying. They had no way of getting from like one segment to another. It's like, how do we get from like you know, the uh, some political nonsense into like you know a Florida man story? There's no way to. How do you transition out of that? You know, you can't. So it's like, right. That 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 turned into. Because it's, it's basically just like a hard reset, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah, I, I've... I love I'll, it. It's great. Oh, I've already you. heard that eight times tonight. You didn't need to play it again. Yeah. He's a dog! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Um, I have... Uh, Evan, do you have an unrelated topic of the week? Uh, no, I'm good for this week. I'm good. <laughs> um, the play caller for the Colts this week 
is married to Caroline Can. Caroline Can is from Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, we know that, where that John? is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Caroline seems to be a fairly popular name in uh, the state of South Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah. So not only that, but she, she played volleyball. Oh, uh, did, uh, did she play volleyball at a Furman University? Uh, she not played. She played at Presbyterian and then transferred to South Carolina. Mm. No, that's a, she basically just drove right on down the street, uh, down 26 to the other USC. Yes. Um, I will also say that right now there is a football game being played in Michigan, Western Michigan versus Central Michigan, in the middle of a blizzard. Ah. Mm. I like it. I like Can it. Can anybody name where Central Michigan University is? Ooh. Uh, not East Lansing. Not Ann Arbor. Nope. I'll uh, give you a hint. It's in the central part of the state. Oh. <laughs> it's clearly in... I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, Detroit? <laughs> Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Oh, I knew that. Isn't Central Michigan... Didn't... Uh, what quarterback? Didn't... Uh, who's the quarterback uh, the Eagles played against a couple weeks ago went to Central Michigan? Now I can't think of him. Who's a quarterback for the Texans? Uh, Davis Mills? He went to Stanford. No. no. Or Mills Davis? No. I can never forget it. You know, a guy that has two last names for his name is confusing enough. Who? What team, uh, John? Oh, now i got to like go to the... All right, this, this is the sound of me look, looking up Google. Oh, my God. Ermagerd. Uh, Tyler Pape? No. Why can't I? Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush went there, and yeah, that's maybe who I was thinking of. Anyway, I don't think that's where he went, but Cooper Rush, yeah, Central, yeah, because I remember, uh, yeah, Gary Hogaboom went there. Anyway, all right, I think we've hit that. We've officially hit that point where I'm, <laughs> you guys are just listening to <laughs> look up shit on the internet. So. <laughs> Hit the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this podcast is over. Plus, I think Kathy's yelling at me to wrap it up because we got stuff to do around here. So, um, All right. Any uh, final thoughts before we enter into another week of um, I have, football mania? I have one last thing to say. What's that? Today is the 16th. On the 25th of this month is John's birthday. Yep. I'll be uh, 28. God, what a good age. Yeah. It was a good age. Right? <laughs> I don't quite remember you being born when I was 25, John. <laughs> that, would, that would be weird, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, pre-happy birthday to me, and I'm sure I will see you guys on our text chain. John, just to let you know, I think you are older than my oldest daughter. Just to clarify. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Say. Yeah, fair enough. All right, guys. All right. That wraps us up. Till next week. Eating Fluffle. Fly this fly.